welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 86th episode, our returning guest is Ash Burgess. You first heard Ash Burgess on episodes 16, 26, 27, 39, 58, 63, 77, and episode 82, which also featured regular guest Jonathan Fowler of the podcast. Ash Burgess has a dusty degree in religious studies, an obsession with pineapples, and an appetite for both high and low culture. She cuts her own hair, bakes her own sourdough bread, and spends most of her time at home with her young son, and now also her young daughter. Sometimes she blogs at burgessbaby.blogspot.com. And now, on to the show. Alright, so welcome to the Rob Burgess Show. Hello. <laughs> so this is kind of a impromptu recording. We were just talking about Teen Mom. Actually, I was just asking you a question about Teen Mom, and you were answering, and I was like, stop. We need to do a podcast about this because this is an interest that we don't share. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm fascinated by your interest in it. Like yeah, you. so in a way, it is an interest we share. I'm interested in the thing, and you're interested in my interest in the thing. Yeah. So tell tell us about Team Mom. I mean, that's such a that's such a broad sweeping question. You've got to get like okay, specific. but like, what is the genesis of it for people that don't know? Um, it started as an MTV show called Sixteen and Pregnant, which for all I know, might still be running, um, which was a series. Each episode would follow a different teenage girl who was pregnant. They weren't all 16. Some of them were 16. Basically, it was a girl who's in high school and has found herself pregnant, and it would be kind of like a mini documentary about her kind of following her pregnancy, birth of the baby, and kind of life with a newborn um teen mom is a spin-off of 16 and pregnant that then takes the four most popular mom i, I, I assume they're the most popular or the whatever however mtv decided who it was going to be but four of the moms front who appeared in an episode of 16 and pregnant now appear on a series it's where it recurringly features them so in each episode of teen mom it features a little bit of each of the four teen moms and also you know if the teen dad is in the picture and the you know teen grandparents of the you know baby and all all the all the family members and all okay. that but yeah but how much 16 and pregnant did you watch i watched at least the entire first series how many how many people were profiled in that? I don't know. I mean, because a lot of them are people that we've never seen again. I've actually no, I've watched more than that because I mean, since then I've watched some. So it's kind of I don't know. It kind of depresses me, so I don't really like to, I'm not that into that into it. But that depresses you. But Teen Mom doesn't depress you. In well, in a way, not because most of the people who are on Sixteen and Pregnant who don't make it onto Teen Mom are just really sad you know usually there's you know hard things about their life already that are probably you know the circumstances that lead to a teen pregnancy and then you know the complications of having a teen pregnancy it's usually not like a happy story it's usually kind of pretty tragic and while things are pretty tragic for the people on teen mom at least now they get to have lots of money and like opportunities to you know provide for themselves 
Whereas a lot of the people, like, some of the people featured on 16 and Pregnant are, like, actually, like, homeless and stuff. And it's, like, really sad. Yes, that's true. But a lot of people that are on Teen Mom don't seem to be doing so hot either. No, most of them are doing horribly. <laughs> and it's kind of debatable, though. Would they be doing horribly no matter what? But at least now they're doing horribly while also driving nice cars. <laughs> or, you know... Could they have maybe been okay, but their lives have been ruined by reality TV? You know, we'll never know. Um, okay, but going back to 16 and Pregnant, this mm-hmm. is a show that spawned Teen Mom 1. Teen Mom 1. Teen Mom, Teen Mom, Mom 2. 2. Then there was a Teen Mom 3, but Teen, Teen Mom, Mom 3. 3 was canceled. Alright, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but... And there's also now a Teen Mom... Okay, we're... <laughs> we're going to get there, but okay. I want to understand... How did they pick which people from 16 and Pregnant got to be on the subsequent shows? I'm assuming they were some of the more popular people, maybe some of the more photogenic people, maybe some of the people who agreed to be on it. I mean, I'm sure some people just didn't even want to do it. Um, Also, I will say, I believe the people who are on Teen Mom 1 were the original four episodes of 16 and Pregnant. I see. So I, I don't know if they aired those episodes first because they were the best or if it was just a coincidence they aired those episodes and then they were like, hey, here are some people that could be on our And those show. people are? Macy Bookout, Farrah Abrams, Amber Portwood, and Leah. I'm not sure what her last name is um, anymore. Yeah, how, do you know <laughs> how do you not know these how things? How do I not know these things? Okay. It's funny because you've only named the teen moms. What are the teen baby daddies? Well, I mean, some of them are not around, so... Okay, there's... Well, we know Gary Shirley. We all do we know Gary? Because, you know, he resides. Where does he reside? (laughs) Well, at one point, he resided in Noblesville, and I believe at one point they were in Anderson. And anyway, they're in the northern Indiana region. (laughs) They often go places on the show that we recognize. Yeah, they're, they're in our neighborhood. Yeah, they're in our city. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. But yeah, Gary Shirley, he's he's one of the more present teen dads, though, because he actually has, I think, more custody than Amber does. Um, yes. But let's see. So there's that's him. Um, I'm trying to think of his last name. Ryan... Whatever his last name is, the guy that's the the dad of Macy's son, He's kind of a troubled, kind of has a drug problem. Well, I told you about this. There was a recent episode where he was driving to his own wedding, but he was like so high that he or he like overdosed on like the way. Like he was driving, and then his fiance was like screaming at him to pull over. And she tried to disable the camera, but, like, the audio file was still going, so there's, like, an audio with no picture of her, like, screaming at him as he, like, passes out behind the wheel while they were, like, driving to their wedding. Oh, my God. So, so yeah, so he's not doing very well, so there's, that's the, that's the teen dad, um, yeah, I'm just saying, not not all the teen dads are, like, oh, there is crying guy, he's a teen dad who's kind of made good, he's very much in his kids' lives. He made good? He's involved. He's an involved parent. Just because he cries a lot doesn't mean it. <laughs> Never know it from the look on his face. Well, you gotta explain what we're talking about here. What's his name? 
His name is Corey. I'm not really sure what his last name is. He they is, live in West Virginia. Yes, he's the father of Leah's, her oldest two girls. And um, one of them has, like, a medical problem, right? Well, okay, to, to backstory, yes, there's two of them because they are twins. And mm-hmm. if, you know, the story that they told is true... They had only been dating for, like, a week or something, and they, like, hooked up, and then she was on the shot, but I think she had taken some antibiotics, or she was late getting the shot, or something happened. But anyway, you know, they accidentally, very early into their relationship, got pregnant with twins. So I don't even think they really knew each other, and then they were accidentally pregnant, and then it turned out it was twins. So, I mean, he does have a lot to cry about. Um, and they got married. Mm-hmm. And they're now divorced, and one of their little girls has, like, a muscular dystrophy. So, I mean, you know, there's there's, hard, there's some hard things in his situation. And Leah, I think, has, like, a drug problem, too. Like, she's looked very strong out on many episodes. She went away to rehab for a while, but she said it was just for, like, self-esteem and, like, <laughs> depression. But she looked super strung out, so... What do you think she's strung out on, like... To me, and this is just based on my, you know, observations of people I've seen that are on different things. I always kind of thought maybe she had like a, maybe like some kind of like a pills, like a diet pill type of like a, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of something in that arena. Yeah. But it's hard to say for sure. But yeah, yeah, she seemed like she's not, you know, not great. But anyway, so yeah. Well, doctors in West Virginia definitely prescribe people more pills than they should probably have. <laughs> oh, no, really? Yes. There was a town of like 900 people and they did a study and like the one of the doctors there like wrote prescriptions for like 9 million pills or something. Like, oh my. This town of less than like 1,000 people. Like, that was insane. No, but, um, so, yeah, that's, that's three of the dads for, on the original Teen Mom, and then the fourth one actually passed away before the events of the show. Although, I've always been a little skeptical of that story, just not, I mean, I know that he passed away, like, I'm not skeptical of that, I'm sure <laughs> we would know if that was a lie. I'm skeptical of the way that they talk about the fact that he passed away, because... In the original episode of 16 and Pregnant, which was aired before he had died, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, it was the kind of situation where after she got pregnant, she and the parents or the parents or she or whatever were like, you're not going to have anything more to do with this guy that's like impregnating you. So she had basically like broken up with him and was like, oh, he's so terrible and he's not going to be a part of my life anymore. But then going forward after he died, um, which, I mean, I guess this is, you know, common, you know, after someone dies, we can kind of paint the picture we wanted of them. After that, she always has these, like, extra special sad episodes where she talks about how she's, like, so lonely because her baby's dad is dead and how he was the love of her life, but he has passed away and will she find anyone else ever again and how she's so sad because her daughter doesn't have her daddy around. But the original plan when the guy was alive was that he wasn't going to be around, so... You know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, so that's the teen dads from that show and, and the moms. And then there's, of course, Teen Mom 2, where we have, you know, Janelle. And I think the actual paternity of Janelle's son... And, well, it, it's, it's hard to talk about some of these people, too, because most of these people have gone on to have 
other children with other characters kind of, you know, further along in the reality series. Most of mm-hmm. these people have multiple kids, but I'm just talking about the original original ones right now. Um Janelle, yeah, the paternity of Janelle's son was a little bit questionable. Like there was a guy that she said was the dad in her mm-hmm. 16 and pregnant episode. And then he kind of disappeared, and they acted like they were upset about it for a while. But then later, in the Teen Mom, in like Teen Mom Two story arc, she then had like a DNA test done because she was like, maybe it's not even really his kid. And I don't remember what they ended up finding out about that. Hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, that guy's not in the picture. Hmm. Um, and then we. And these got, are all Teen Mom One. No, we've moved on to Teen Mom Two. Teen Mom Two, two sorry. So we're talking about Janelle, Janelle. and then um, the other ones, there's Chelsea, mm-hmm. and her baby's dad is in the story, but he's pretty terrible. Mm. Um, he's, he's like, has all these, like, scary skull tattoos now, and he says that he's some kind of, like, a bodybuilder or something, but, like, mm. I don't know, we'll see. Um, as far as I can tell, he just kind of works at, like, a gym or something. Um... And there's Kaylin, and her her baby's dad is like pretty involved in the sh- in the show. Uh, although he did try to become a rapper briefly, I think he may have said goodbye to those dreams though. And then there's um, there's one more person who am I who am I missing? We talked about Janelle. We talked about Kaylin. We talked about Chelsea. Who is the fourth? Mom, obviously not someone very memorable. Rob, surely you know the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't know? No. Okay, but what about Team Mom 3? Team Mom 3 for some reason was cancelled, but then they've actually brought a character from I think she was a character who had been on Teen Mom 3 is now joined one of the cast. I can't remember if she's joined one or two. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Teen Mom 3 was canceled. I guess people just didn't like it as much, or maybe they'd overextended themselves in the Teen Mom universe or something. Hmm. Um, oh, Caitlin. That's, that's who I forgot to mention. She's from Teen Mom 1. That's, that's the team I'm missing. And her baby's father is also very involved. Um, well, but they actually um, made an adoption plan for their daughter, so they're not actually parenting her. Um, and they actually did, then did go on to get married and have now had a child that they are parenting. Um, She's the one that threw herself on top of him when they were at the strip club. Yes, that was not her plan. <laughs> I don't think that should be the one moment her remember her by. There's one room that I remember about. <laughs> she was feeling very insecure. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, I just I don't know why Teen Mom Three was canceled though. I did like one of the characters. The characters on Teen Mom Three were kind of forgettable. Maybe that's why there was one character that I liked. It was like it's really tiny girl and she was like diabetic and then 
I think that that was like making the pregnancy more complicated somehow. And her, um, the guy that she was having the kid with, who I think she ended up marrying, was training to be in like a rodeo or something. Like that was his career path. Like he was going to be a cowboy. Is that what it, I mean, if you're just like in rodeos, are you a cowboy? Is there, or is there like a different name for, I think he was like, I think he did like, I don't know. I think he did the thing where you're like riding, like, like you like ride like a bull or something. So I guess that would be a bull rider, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know that world very well. <laughs> But see, this is part of why I like watching shows like this, because you get to see a different world. <laughs> That's true. Like, I don't, I don't know. No one I know has ever invited me to come see them in a rodeo. <laughs> I've not been in a rodeo for you to, meet, to invite you to. <laughs> That's my point, though. Is that, you know, I like Are to watch... Are you saying you would like me to join more rodeos? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that <laughs> you're, you're wondering why I like shows like this, and part of it is because, like, I like having, like, what feels like, even if some of it is somewhat staged, I like having, you know, a window into other people's lives to see, like, other people having a different experience than I'm having. Yes. Which is interesting that you like the show so much because you were, like, not a teen mom. But that's, you know, so... So if you were a teen mom, you probably would watch shows about people that were, like... Childless or something? <laughs> I don't know. What would you watch? Maybe. I mean... <laughs> and I did start watching the show before I had any children. Mm-hmm. So it was not only was I not a teen mom, so it's like this is a very different experience than the experience I'm having. So I think I was like... Maybe I was in college or something when the show mm-hmm. came out. Been going for a while. I was yeah. going say, some of these kids are pretty old by now. How old yeah. is the oldest kid, do you think? I think they're probably like maybe eight or nine um but no so yeah it's, it's it's already because of that a window into a different life but also at the time when i started watching it i didn't even have any kids so i was also kind of like man what would it be like to have a kid right now just a few years there's gonna be some teen grandparents i mean it's yeah is her children following their way <laughs> it, it could yeah it could happen um probably more likely well, it's interesting, too, I've thought about this, that the characters on those shows, it's like you'll be forever known as, like, a teen parent long past the time when you're a teen. Because, like, th- those shows are still running, but, like, the cast members of, like, Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2 are not actual teenagers anymore. They're, like, adult women. No, but you can always say that they were mothers. Yes, and that's obviously steered the, you know, shaped the course of their life so much. I mean, there are obviously more to them as people than that, but... Still, I'm just saying it's interesting to be known as part of your title is, like, an age category they're not in anymore. It's kind of like if you were known as, like, a boy genius, but you're like, I'm an adult man. You know, <laughs> like, that's, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like, just, I, I just think it's interesting anyone who is, like, known as something, but it's, like, an age. They, they're mm-hmm. not actually that age, but part of them will always be thought of as being, like, Oh, yeah, you're a teen mom, even though it's like, you know, you might be like a 30-year-old woman who, like, owns her own business. I mean, yeah. and most of them do have, like, their own questionable businesses that they've started, but, you know. Clothing companies. And lots of, like, clothing boutiques, um, t-shirts with little, like, leather pockets for some reason. Um, frozen yogurt stores. 
porn. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Well, it's interesting because, well, Farrah Abrams, she's the one that was in the porn. Um, she was briefly taken away from the show because of the porn, but then she was, like, brought back. Hmm. So they suspended her. Supposedly what happened, and I don't know how true this is, but suppose the supposed thing that happened is that the other cast members refused to appear in the show with her. But because, then they caved, I guess. But yeah, then they caved. I assume that they were offered more money or either they were offered more money or they were offered less money. Like I assume it was either like they were like, well, we're going to pay you better and you, we'll do this. Or it was like, well, you're in breach of contract and we're not going to pay you at all unless you like agree to this. Cause, but because anyway, so yeah, Pharaoh was in the porn and then the other cast members made a huge stink about how they weren't going to appear in the show anymore with like a porn star, even though it wasn't like they were appearing together because their segments are filmed separately in their own. Couple of the reunion shows with Dr. Drew. Yeah, but they also didn't invite her to like some of the reunion shows. Mm-hmm. But then I think they had like a sad episode where they all cried and then they're like, we still love you. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what happened when they had to like bring her back. But, um, and then for a while after that, there were certain kids that they wouldn't, they were like, I don't want my son to be appearing in a show where there's a porn star. So then some of the kids' faces were blurred out for a couple episodes, but then they seemed to drop that and just go back to normal. So I don't really know what happened with that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the members have faced legal problems. Yes, various kinds. <laughs> various kinds. Cash concerts were involved. You're talking about when Janelle didn't make it to her, her um she I forget if she didn't make it to her court date or what exactly happened because she had a Kesha concert that she had had tickets to and she really wanted to go and the, the thing was though that when she was telling her lawyer that she was planning to not go she was like you don't understand going to a Kesha concert has been this is like my life dream it's like not only are you like going to end up having to go to jail for 30 days because you're like going to this concert but also like this is really going to a casual concert is your life dream <laughs> really oh man but she even had like some feathers braided into her hair and like anticipation of going to the concert so mm. she was like there's no turning back getting <laughs> to that concert one way or another <laughs> but i'm really excited because in the new season um her wedding episode is coming up and it's going to be so bad so scary for everyone. Mm. She also recently had her third child, I believe. Yeah. Third different guy? Yeah, no, it's the guy that she's getting married to. You saw that guy. Did I? He was not personal property. She now has a restraining order against him. But you're supposed to, like, ask me some more questions. (laughs) This whole thing confuses me. (laughs) Well, you need to ask, like, more clear and concise questions so that we can talk about interesting things. Do you not think we're we're talking about interesting things? No, no, I do. I just feel like like it's starting to meander a little bit. I need you to, like... Because you're the one who wants to, like, understand. So I need you to, like, ask me some questions. All right. Here's a question. Why do you like this? You're not, like, a trashy person. 
I can't explain why I keep watching this show. And it, it's the kind of thing where... You would never associate with these people in real life. Probably not. I mean, some of them... I know your, like, taste. You don't like people that act... You don't like people that act like this in public. That's true. Okay. I guess what it is is that... If we saw these people out, you wouldn't be like, oh, let me just sit and watch a show about these people. That's probably true. But I guess, I guess though, what I'm thinking is that... It's kind of like how I mean I don't watch this show all the time. It's just like once every once every few months or so I'll start to get like a hunger for it, and then I'll watch like a lot of it, and then I'll like take a break for a while. It's kind of like how I am with like Law and Order SVU. Like I don't watch it every week, but every once in a while I'll just have like a weird feeling. Like it's kind of like when you there's like a food that you like. But it's not like you eat it all the time, but every once in a while you get, like, a weird craving for it and you, like, want to eat it. You know what I mean? I'm eating Skittles right now from Halloween, so yeah. Yeah, but it's like you don't normally buy Skittles. No. But every once in a while, like, if someone came to observe us just in, like, the right time, they would probably think, like, one of your defining features, like, if they were, like, writing a little synopsis of you to, like, you know... We're gonna write a play about him. He's like one of your features would be that you're like a man who likes Skittles. When in fact you've probably only bought Skittles like twice this year or like twice any year that I've like known you. It's just like every once in a while you get like a craving for Skittles and then you're like really you get like the big bag and you're like really well, eating them. Honestly, I was afraid of what the captain was going to pick out of the <laughs> Halloween bowls when we went trick or treating. So I was and you wanted to make sure you had those. I just wanted to make sure out. that like I, whatever he grabbed, that some skittles would be in my future. But still, I'm just saying that's kind of like how I am with that show. Like it's not like I'm watching it all the time. It's just every once in a while I get like a craving, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, gonna well, like have Okay, you've answered like that. You like it sporadically and like binge it or whatever when you have it. But like, what do you like about it? I mean, part of it at this point is just that I've been watching long enough that I so invested in these people. It's just like a sunken cost thing. It's just like you, you <laughs> like put so much time exactly. and effort into it, like, you can't stop now. No, I'm just saying that part of it is that I am invested in finding out what happens to these people. I've been following them for years now. Um, and, you know, there's, there's some, you know, kind of some of my worse inclinations, you know, where it's like, it's kind of fun to, you know, look at people that are, you know, just a train wreck and you can't look away and you're kind of, you know, you're making fun of them a little bit sometimes. <laughs> like, there's some of that with some of these people, of course. Uh -huh. And some of their kids are really cute. Mm. Okay. And I always want to find out, like, you know, when they're pregnant, it's like, what are they going to name the baby and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And when they're in, like, a relationship, it's like, is this relationship going to work out? Some of the relationships have worked out. Like which ones? Like Chelsea got married to like a very normal seeming guy and they have like a baby and okay. Chelsea is probably the one that's like doing the best of all of the teen moms. Who was the one that had the husband that deployed? That was Kaylin, but she's not doing so well because she has now actually- buy a rabbit? Probably. No, wasn't that the thing? She got high and bought a rabbit. No, no, pig. no, you're talking, you're, that's a totally different, you're, you're Wait, talking, confusing two people. <laughs> yes, you're talking about Caitlin, who, well, like, set the scene, okay, because this is pretty, like, <laughs> this is one of the few episodes I've actually watched. Okay, Caitlin, who, she's spinning out of control, she's spinning out of control, she was very depressed, 
Um, to give the backstory on She's smoking her, a lot of weed. To give the backstory on... Okay. But, you know, before Sorry, we get okay, to that... Sorry, okay, I don't mean to jump the gun, but... She is married to her ex-stepbrother. Mm. They were dating before their parents were dating, to be fair. But anyway, <laughs> while she and her now husband were in high school, they accidentally got pregnant. Mm. They were, at the time, step-siblings, so that they, made it yeah. increasingly awkward. Um, and they... Made a very hard, but I think very good decision to make an adoption plan for their daughter. So she was adopted in an open adoption. Um, but it was obviously, you know, a really hard decision for them to make. And Caitlin, and I think <clears throat> Tyler as well, but more more so Caitlin maybe, has suffered from a lot of depression since then. Um, but anyway, so in, in this more recent episode, she was... Smoking a lot of weed, I think, to cope maybe with her depression and various things that were happening. And she bought a potbelly pig. No, wait, wait, you're not you're <laughs> leaving out all the best details. I, I don't know what you think the best details Well, the best were. details I thought were, and maybe this is like me as somebody that doesn't watch the show very much, but I didn't realize that they have like cameras like in their cars. Yes. Okay. So she figured out where the camera was, I guess. Mm-hmm. She felt like a shirt or a blanket or something I think maybe just because she didn't want the camera to see her smoking. But it was obvious because the sound was still on what she was doing. I think maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like she thinks there's plausible deniability if they can't see you. Because there are <laughs> there are other people on the show that have been prosecuted. Buy a pot belly pig, man. No, they had previously arranged to buy the pot belly pig. It's not like she got really high and then bought the pot belly pig. She got really high and then she, she got really it high. Up. Well, she was getting high on the way to pick up the hot belly <laughs> pig from the airport. They had already bought it. They already See when you they say it like that, it sounds. Even no, better. You can't just randomly buy a potbelly pig. They're very expensive and you usually have to have them flown in from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like just like a regular potbelly one. I think it was like one of those really small <clears throat> ones, like a teacup pig or whatever. I think the point was that it was a very like unwise purchase. <laughs> yes. Because there's probably like a thousand other things that she should have spent her money on. Probably. That would have been more beneficial than buying a potbelly pig for herself. And then she did freak out later and have to give the pig to her mom because she like couldn't deal with the stress of taking care of it. And then she went went to rehab or something. Yeah, right? she did have to go to like a rehab. It wasn't like a drug rehab though. I think it was more of like a depression and like self esteem type of situation. Yes. But anyway, that was not the one whose husband was deployed. Sorry. That the one whose husband was deployed though is now divorced from the husband that was deployed. Yes, I believe I remember this. And I believe she is now, I think she's either pregnant or has had a baby. I think she's already had a baby with this other guy that the husband who was deployed accused her of cheating on him with, which probably was happening as well. (laughs) Good instincts on his part, I guess. Yeah, that was unfortunate, though, because she seemed like for a while like she might be doing okay, and then she kind of like spiraled out of control, so I don't really know what happened there. Hmm. But, okay, so they've done a British version, Teen Mom? I've only seen an ad for it. I haven't seen any of the episodes. Teen Mom. Were these mums on I don't know if they did, like, a 16 and Pregnant, pregnant where they got some Brits and then they, like, then spun it off or exactly. I don't know what's happening with that. I know there was a British version of Pimp My Ride, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I assume it probably was the same type of Mm -hmm. situation. 
What other questions do you have? I just, I don't know. This whole thing confuses me. (laughs) What confuses you so much about it? I don't know. You have, like, good taste, generally. Uh Uh-huh. But you get so much, like, pure joy out of this show. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. I know you want to see how other people live, but, like, you don't even like other reality shows, I don't think, for the most part, do you? No, not really. So this is just, like, the one reality show that you like? Pretty much, yeah. Is it because it's about, like, real people as opposed to, like, people that are, like, contestants on a game or something? I mean, I I always get, I always try to like the ones where people are contestants. Like, I've tried a couple times to get into, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and I can just never, like, care enough about those people or something. I think, like, for me, like, even though there's a lot of, I have a lot of severe qualms with MTV's, like, poor editing Okay. There, there are there are continuity issues. There's a lot of quality issues, but there is something to the story they're telling, where they've gotten people that are like compelling enough that I want to know, hmm. you know, what happens to these people. That was another thing I was going to ask you: is how do you feel about the producers becoming more of characters on the show? It's a change over time because, like, I feel like in the beginning it was like a special, like, emergency situation if you had to see a producer on air because, like somebody on the real world like said the n-word and like punched someone or something like you know we have to bring well, out the producer to like handle the situation but well, now we it's originally like, tried to film it as though you know you're kind of fly on the wall like you're supposed to sort of pretend that you're just watching these people and the yeah but i think like, they like they leaned into the idea that the producers are like part of the action and they're like I think, sticking their neat beaks in all the time. I think that partially. I think that partially came about though because um, when they started filming these people, these were regular people. Mm-hmm. But now they're filming them, and undeniably, part of who they are is that they are celebrities from being on the show. Mm. So it's sort of impossible for them to pretend that the show doesn't exist in the world of the show anymore because the show is such a big part of their everyday lives. But don't you think it adds a sense of urgency because there's like somebody from the show had to be on the show and it's like that's how wrong things have gone that like we had to bring in somebody who's not even supposed to be on the camera but they're on camera now well, and they're trying to handle something. No, but what I'm but but what like, I'm saying is kind of like the breaking saying, news like, thing on the 24-hour news networks. It's like if everything's breaking news, nothing, you know, like But do you but do you see what I'm saying about how now these people part like before it was following the lives of these people who were like regular mm-hmm. young women. But now it's following the lives of people who are not regular young women. They are celebrities and part of their lives is the fact that they are these reality TV celebrities and part of what we're seeing them do is like, you know, appearances and books and things like that that they wouldn't at all be doing if they weren't on the show. So it's impossible to film as though we're pretending the show doesn't exist. So I think that's part of it. And another part of it too, I think, is that they used to always have a thing where like, when they needed the characters to discuss, you know, events that had happened off camera or just to give some exposition or whatever, you know, there's kind of the common tactic of, you know, have them, you know, they're at the ice cream parlor talking to their friend Cindy about, you know, what Craig said last night at the party or whatever. But I think also a lot of these people probably don't have that many friends left, so they probably Mm -hmm. have to have the producer there because sometimes they need to have them talk to somebody and they can't. Like, okay, you remember that really bizarre... You were watching with me when Amber and Matt were going to, like, 
hang out with some friends and it was that really strange couple that looked like they totally wouldn't be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were like, where did they find these people? Because it's like, they have to have people to talk with, but it's like, I'm sure it's hard to meet and make friends when you're, you know, mm-hmm. everyone knows who you are, but no one really knows you. You kind of that bizarre reality celebrity. Plus a lot of these people are like pretty terrible people. So I mean, people might not want to be friends with them. I don't know. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too. They need the producers in there just to kind of keep the story moving along sometimes. Mm-hmm. Also, I believe there have been a few incidences where the producers either had to intervene or were. Um, we even talk about Gary, Gary and Amber's. Well, okay. Well, okay. The thing that happened with Gary and Amber, where Amber like beat Gary on camera, and I think the producer. I think were, that's understating it. She like hit him and like caused him to tumble down a long flight of stairs. Well, didn't she like throw a TV at him or something? Or? That was a separate incident. <laughs> okay, but. Anyway, the point that was very bad, but the point is that I think they were, were I think the producers incidents. were criticized for not intervening faster on Gary's behalf when that happened. Yes, but Gary's a big guy, so it was kind of surprising when Amber's like insanity she propelled was very, her. Very angry. I know she like almost killed that poor man. <laughs> but I think that that was probably the most he's moved in a while. I think that. Um, when someone's attacking someone else, the person attacking probably has an edge over the person being attacked because the person being attacked maybe wasn't at a place where they were planning to attack anyone or in that like attacking mode. And I think that when you're actually attacking someone, you're probably you have the element of surprise. Some, not just the I don't even mean the element of surprise. It wasn't actually that surprising. I just mean more like, like... we already knew she had anger issues. Well, I mean more like, okay, for example, like we've talked about with like our dog and our cat. Like, if our dog ever wanted to, he could totally turn on the cat and easily kill her. Mm-hmm. But the cat is the boss because she's like more vicious. Mm-hmm. And the dog doesn't really know that he could kill her maybe because like he's not, he's not at that vicious level. So I'm saying if whoever's at the more vicious level, I think, has an edge during the attack. So just being, like, larger isn't necessarily going to help mm-hmm. you if you're not, like, thinking about having a physical fight with your partner, but then your partner turns on you. I think they ultimately have an advantage in that moment because you're also, you know, betrayed and surprised, even yeah. if it's not surprising. So like I said, I didn't think it was very surprising that she turned on him in that moment. It was just, you know, very, very sad and unfortunate. That wasn't even why she went to jail, was it? It was some, like, prescription drug thing or something. Yeah, she had, like, a prescription pill problem. Yeah. (laughs) But perhaps the prescription pill problem did, you know, feed into the time when she, you know, attacked him. Sure. You know, it could be related. Yeah. And to be fair to her, she has expressed a lot of remorse over that. Hmm. Like, even though, I mean, she makes very questionable decisions, she does seem like... As far as, like, some of the more terrible things that she's done, she does seem like she's tried to turn her life around. I always think we should applaud people for trying to make strides in the right direction. Yeah. She's out of jail. She's not still in jail, so that's good. Yeah, and I mean, she's, you know, she's she's regained visitation of her daughter. and Gary seems willing to, like, try to make themselves available as much as possible, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that situation is going okay. But, um... If you could, like, program Teen Mom, what would you change about it? 
I would just do a better job of editing. Like, since there's some huge continuity issues, um, this is probably just me being nitpicky, but I feel like MTV makes very low quality programming in a lot of ways. In that, like, okay, like, there have been episodes where, like, someone dyed their hair, mm-hmm. but they, they, like, edit it together wrong, so, like, their hair is one color in a few scenes, and then it's, like, a different color, and then it, like, goes back to being the other color. I don't know. And it's, like, that's a huge continuity issue. Things like that really eat away at me. <laughs> they do have a lot of repetition, though, but I guess that's just a, kind of a function like, of reality oh, TV. I feel like most reality TV shows do that, and it really bores me. It's, like, half of the episode is just them sort of rehashing what, like, showing clips they've already showed before the commercial break or mm-hmm. rehashing what happened in, like, the last episode or something, just in case you, I guess, aren't paying attention while you're watching or just haven't seen the previous episode or whatever and just, you know. But it's, like, I feel like it belittles your audience to think that you don't have the, like, capacity to, like, pay enough attention to, like, understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you never would be sitting down to watch an episode of The Sopranos and just, like, 20 minutes of the episode just be, like... Then Tony was, Clips like, of, like, yeah, hey. clips of what happened last, you know, episode in case you don't remember the important details or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very, very irritating. Well, yeah, we, we definitely weren't teen parents, so... Or even in our 20s. Really? No, I mean, I I turned 30 the day that so? we had the captain, so... Just missed that. Um, it was funny, because you were also watching Gilmore Girls today, which she was a team on. True, that's true. But that's another show that I kind of, you know, have been watching, had watched for a long time. I mean, when I started watching... It's interesting, because when I started watching Gilmore Girls... Um, I was the age of Rory, the daughter character, and I think I related to her more. And then I'm now the age of the mother character. Yeah, you have younger children. I have younger children, but I'm saying I am that age, though. Like, I'm yeah. I'm in my early 30s, mm-hmm. just as she was in her, like, 30s in that show. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm saying when I started watching that show, I was, like, 16 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you have more questions about <laughs> I don't know. It's it's an interesting show, but, like, it's hard for me to watch. But I'm glad you like it. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty dark. I don't know. It's, 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 I would definitely categorize it as a guilty pleasure. So you do believe in guilty pleasures? Yes. What's another guilty pleasure you have? I don't even know. I don't have that many. I feel like. Well, here's probably another reason why I like that show now. Like, it's something I would never watch with, like, our kids awake. Mm -hmm. So. There's a lot of questions. Sometimes I like to. Well, yes, but sometimes I like to have something that I can enjoy that I would definitely not do while they're awake. Just, you know, after a long day, I'm going to, like, watch something before I go to bed. I want it to be something that I wouldn't have watched while they were still awake. Just so I can kind of feel like I have my own private adult life in even in like a very small way why because you wouldn't want them to see like people behaving like that or you don't want them to be like teen parents or what i mean of course you hope they wouldn't be teen parents but i hope that if they would be teen parents they would behave you know with more grace (laughs) and you know were you just saying that like 
you feel better about watching Teen Mom than like Sixteen and Pregnant because at least those people get to be like famous. Like, so like, what if you can be famous? Does that make it worth it? Not, I don't think so. No, I mean, I think. Okay, here's something though. I think that there's always been ever since Sixteen and Pregnant started and was very popular, and then Teen Mom, and you know. They became celebrities. There's always been the criticism of, oh, this is glorifying teen parenthood and it will make people want to do this. But if Before anyone, every has, if anyone commercial has break ever, they have a look. If anyone has ever actually watched that show, they would see that even though, like I did say, some of these people have some perks as far as, you know, financial, you know, situations that maybe are much better than they would have had otherwise, none of these people seem like teen parenthood has bettered their lives got pretty nice cars as you pointed out yeah and they have nice cars and things like that but they they show them struggling they're very most of these people are at least sometimes very unhappy and having a lot of troubles and challenges that are probably more troubling and more challenging because of their status as teen parents Mm -hmm. um no i mean i wouldn't kids to be teen parents of course because i you know you obviously want them to wait until like you know the more ideal time to have kids but i also think would like to think that if that did happen hopefully things would turn out maybe a little better for them than it has for some of the characters on that show just because hopefully they would have more family support than some of those people like i will say if if, if i've learned anything not really learned but confirmed if anything has been confirmed by that show for me it's how much having a supportive family changes the outcome for people. Mm-hmm. Because you do have people that are all in basically the same situation in that the big thing is that, of course, they've become teen parents. And I think the biggest predictor of how these people are going to be doing later as far as, like, how the people are doing now that became teen parents all those years ago, you know, in the original, you know, start of the show are doing is how supportive of family structure they have. The people with, like... And I would even go a step further and say... The people that have, like... Specifically, I mean, because we're talking about, like, girls here... Definitely having, like, a dad in your life seems like it's a huge deal. Like, the... Like, I would say Chelsea, the character that is doing the best of all the teen moms has like a very like normal stable seeming dad who's always been like very supportive of her and like at times towards the beginning of the show it seemed like he was like over supportive and like i think he was criticized for like doing too much for her but i mean i think he has the last laugh now because she is like now you know she finished school and she has her own home and she has like an actual you know, skill set and a job that she can fall back on, you know, when the teen mom money, you know, runs dry and she's, like, married and Mm -hmm. has, like, another, you know, kid and, like, she seems much more stable than pretty much all the other teen moms and I think it's probably because he did support her so much in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, like, yes, if something like that happened with our kids, you know, I hope that things would go well for them because we would be able to, like, support them. Mm Mm-hmm. Unlike some of the awful parents on that show. Like, some of the parents on that show, it's, like, unsurprising that your kids aren't doing very well because, like, you are terrible, so. I mean, the guy that, the stepdad that married the stepmom. Yes, because he keeps going back to jail over and over again. That's very upsetting. 
And it's like super awkward too because I think that the mom has a restraining order against him. So that marriage is over. So. Yeah, no, that marriage is over. Because and now, like, yeah, that's why they're ex step siblings, not step siblings. Hmm. Um. But that means they can get married. I think they could get married anyway. Even if they're step siblings. I think you can marry your step sibling. How often does that happen? Probably not very often. I think it's socially frowned upon. <laughs> I'm just saying, from a legal standpoint, I think you might be They're able to do it. Blood yeah, I'm saying, I, I, think, so. I think that legally you're only not supposed to marry people that are biologically related to you because it's for like, like a you know disease control type of uh, reasons. Huh. You know, you had to have already been together before your parents were together or something. Like, does that count at all? I mean, they were. I think that would probably make a difference, but I don't know legally if that makes a difference. I think legally it's probably just you are not legally um you're not legally like you're biologically not related so i think you can get married hmm. i think it might make a difference though if your step parent had adopted you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like but that would mean the other parent would have had to give up custody But like I'm saying, if if your step parent adopted you, I think you then would probably not be legally able to marry your step sibling. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you adopt someone, then you would be like all the same laws would apply to you that would apply to um, a biological child. Therefore, I think you know you would have to consider the sibling the same way you'd consider a biological sibling. Hmm. I'm not sure how exactly that works, but it seems like that might be the case. Okay. Anyway. Do you have any more questions for me? Um, I don't think so. I feel like we need to end on like a different note. That was like kind of a strange like sidebar moving off onto. <laughs> um, do you have any predictions? Have you heard any spoilers about the Teen Moms you have you've missed? Well, the problem is, I mean. They always film this and then it airs, I feel like, long enough later that anything, any big items that are in the news, of course, because now like, these people are reality TV celebrities. So anything big that they do, I always hear about beforehand. So anytime anyone has like a car accident or like, you know, goes to rehab or gets pregnant or gets divorced or something like that, I always hear about that ahead of time, which is kind of sad because it would be more exciting to kind of learn about it in real time, but mm-hmm. that's okay. It does allow me to, like, miss a lot of episodes and then just start watching again and, you know, not feel like I don't understand what's happening. I couldn't be a teen mom. I mean, I would have if I had to, I guess. I don't think you get to choose. I don't it's think there's you could be a teen mom, but... You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Teen parent. It would be very difficult. I mean, I have a lot of respect for anyone who does that at all well because, I mean, I feel like it's challenging enough being an adult... And like trying to pair as well children. Yes, I agree. I feel like being like the the mind of a teenager and then also trying to care for like a newborn, just I don't know how you would do it. Mm. I mostly think that. On the other hand, though, I have thought before maybe it would actually be. I'm not gonna say it would be easier, but in some ways, 
I have wondered if the transition as an, as like, you know, being like a 30 year old mm-hmm. and then suddenly having a baby is partially such a big shock because you've already spent like 10 years of your adult life kind of getting used to mm-hmm. being autonomous in certain ways and, um, you know, ha- mostly focusing on like taking care of yourself and, you know, doing things that are kind of all about you. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you have to care for a baby. Whereas maybe you didn't have 10 years to like get used to like, you know, being able to shower whenever you wanted or whatever. <laughs> like maybe it would be less of a shock to the system. Sure. So just to play devil's advocate, I mean, I definitely think being a teen parent would be very difficult. I'm just saying maybe there would be certain advantages to it. Cause I, I did, I have wondered, I mean, have you ever thought about that? Like, cause you know what I mean? We've talked about how when you first, you know, have a newborn, for the first time, it's just seems like it's such a big shift. It's kind of like a bomb explodes in your life. Even if it's like a good thing, it's just like very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like crazy to think that if I had had a kid when I was 18, they would be 18. You know? But, but, but answer my question though. Do you ever think that like part of why it's so difficult is because you spent so much time before that kind of getting used to being an adult on your own sure. and not having people to care for. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, if you just kind of, like, had a baby right away and didn't, like, have time to get used to being, you know, an adult in your own right, maybe it would be, like, less of a shock because it would just feel normal, question mark? Maybe. Sure. I mean, you get used to anything, but, like... If you're not, if you have no experience of, like, freedom, you can't miss it, you know? You can't miss something you haven't had, so... Exactly, that's all I'm saying. Just to, that's just one, you know, possible thought I've had. Just sort of converse to, like, what I've mostly thought, which is that, you know, obviously, being a teenager and, you know, you know how impulsive and how, how much more emotional you are as a teenager and then to, you know, try to be caring for a baby at that age seems like it'd be... Extra, extra rough. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be 16 now. That wouldn't be 18. But anyway. But yeah, no, having an 18-year-old now would be interesting, though. If I had a kid when I was 16, they'd yeah. be 18 now. Although, I always thought it was cheating when the teen mom is, like, 18 or something. That's, like, barely a teen parent. 19 is a teen, too. I know, but I feel like the cutoff should be, like, after you get out of high school. <laughs> Can't be hanging around the teens if you're out of high school. I'm just saying, there's a big difference between getting pregnant when you're 15 versus getting pregnant when you're 19. I feel like. I mean, I was a sophomore in college when I was 19, so. Yeah, and that's, you know, very different than being, like, a sophomore in high school. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I think we should do another episode after we catch you up on all the teen moms. I'll figure out how to download them. You should. Because the MTV player is just... I don't know why MTV can't get a better player for their website or whatever. Well, and it's also like you have to sign in. But even when it works, it's like, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's not the best. Although, there was this one day when it worked perfectly on my iPad. I figured out what was going on. But, (laughs) anyway... Alright, well, thanks for being on the road, baby. Sure.
you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways to support it. I have a Patreon account, which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash Rob Burgess Show Patreon. I hope you'll consider supporting in any amount. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast everywhere it's available, which includes iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Facebook, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, and RSS. It really helps. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.